Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You've skipped over the most persuasive argument in this section, which is the argument from, I don't know what carbon dioxide is. No, neither do you. <laughs> uh, there's this delightful voice where, where they're like, look, plants give us oxygen and food. And what have we ever done for them? And fish does not go uh, carbon dioxide. But. We burn coal and oil to help them out. <laughs> Which they love. They I love am the that. science advisor to Donald Trump until I die. <laughs> God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to God awful movies, where each week we watch another terrible movie so you don't have to. Noah's out of town. Uh, he's trying to explain logic to the state of Texas, I believe. <laughs> sure, that's going great. So I'll be hosting today. Sorry about that. And sitting somewhere near the Barksdale Heroin HQ in Baltimore, Maryland, is my good friend, Andrew Torres. Andrew, welcome back to the show. <laughs> Thanks, Heath. Hey, you know what's a great movie? Uh, the Firm uh, the Devil's Advocate, uh, that thing we watched part four of with Mr. T in it, literally oh. anything but this. Oh, you guys man. want to switch the Mr. T thing or just uh, Mr. T? Let's, let's just talk it. about Mr. T yeah. for a while. Yeah, we could talk right? about Mr. T cereal. Oh, there's so Clubber much. Clubber Lang was a delightful yeah. Rocky character. Yeah. He has a disability. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. And Google sitting it. somewhere near a <laughs> non-fictional, I'm assuming heroin HQ in New Jersey, <laughs> Is my bad friend. You already heard him, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how's it going, buddy? I'm amazing, Heath. I got to watch a capoeira instructor defend the Shroud of Turin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a, a major theme. We'll get to it. So uh, before we do that, tell us, Andrew, what are we going to be breaking down today? Well, we watched Dead Man Rising. It's the story of how a Christian movie producer hopes you really, really suck at typing dead man walking into your pure flicks search bar. <laughs> they sure do. It's the transformers of Christian movies, everybody. Yeah, that's we a found business it. model. And uh, Eli, how bad was this movie? Well, if you love Lee Strobel, but you wish you spent more time thinking about him fucking your wife... You will love this movie. It's dead man talking about Christian apologetics. There you go. Yeah. It's uh, it's dead man walking on water. They missed. Yeah. They oh, missed that. I feel like this. damn it. Anyway. So you know how Waiting for Godot had too much action and <laughs> too many characters? Yeah. I think someone finally fixed it. It's very exciting. Um, this movie, correct me if I'm wrong. It's about how being on death row is emotionally taxing for an atheist. And that's it why everyone harsh. needs Jesus. That's the lesson, right? Yeah. It's a bummer unless you're going to sky clouds. <laughs> yep. And God, I hate it so much. We learn this all by watching two inmates argue forever. And that's End it. Of sentence. Oh. <laughs> it's exhausting. God. Yeah. 
and not smart guys, too. Like, you ever been stuck behind two assholes on a bus? That's this movie. Someone was stuck behind two assholes on a bus and was like, I need to capture this and send it to the world. <laughs> yeah, a moving bus would have had a lot more scenery than this movie, though. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no Jews, Dad, on 9-11. Talk slower, oh, damn it. Talk slower. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you guys got anything you'd like to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Ooh, 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 me, me, me first. Andrew, um, go. I, yeah, uh, I'd like to nominate this for the best worst response to Richard Carrier. And let me say, <laughs> I've read a lot of responses to Richard Carrier. <laughs> so he was wrong, Richard Carrier? Or are we saying he was yeah. Okay. Oh, according to, according to this movie, yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. He's wrong. <laughs> Also in life, he's wrong. I was going to say, so, yeah, oh, cool, cool, yeah. so they, got, they got one thing. Nice. <laughs> All right. He's pretty sure if you cover one eye, you can't see <laughs> Jesus anymore. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go with uh, best worst use of the internet. Um, yeah, we're going to have a guy on death row again, and he's going to get handed a laptop, and he's going to type in the craziest fucking stuff <laughs> you can imagine. <laughs> In that situation. And he doesn't even know how, like, searching works either. It's just like, dear Google, hello. <laughs> Daniel here. Daniel. How are you? Amos <laughs> is my name. Uh, I'm going to be executed tomorrow. What's the Cambrian explosion? I don't have much time left. It's nonsense. Uh, okay, I'm going to go with best worst. Wait, which side are you on? Oh, Because yes. this movie is... <laughs> Anti-death penalty. I literally have no idea. I'm not exaggerating. I don't know what they're saying at any moment. And everything is which side are you on, right? Like the atheist character forgets that he's an atheist for about 11 minutes in the middle. Like it's it's spectacular. And they both fake way. at one point. They both like pump fake that they're Christian and then atheist and then they're atheist and Christian. It's crazy. I, I But I don't understand where they land for their message either. So, yeah, I felt like there was a door behind one of them and we just never got to it. <laughs> maybe a riddle all right well uh we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we'll tell you all about william lane craig's version of the saw movies also known as dead man rising from the makers of lots and lots of oscars you're gonna fry for what you did yeah that that very well may be but it won't stop me from being your friend Comes yet another movie about death row inmates and how bad you should feel for them. Man, the food here sucks. It does. All we did was murder people. Because, like, you don't, you don't support the death penalty, but, but it feels weird for movies to just constantly use these people as a dramatic device to elicit empathy. Yeah. Wait, what? And then towards the end, they always do that twist thing where he's innocent or it was an accident or something. So you, you got to feel extra bad because the format is inherently aware that bad things happening to bad people um, is like the least empathetic yeah. situation you could elicit okay. in a movie. Feels like we're going to get emails for that. This summer, death penalty movie. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're definitely going to get emails. Am I crazy? <laughs> Hi. I'm Eli Bosnick. And I'm Andrew Torres. You know, if today's movie teaches you anything, it's about the power of the internet. Because if Google, I'm sorry, Sherlock, 
can convince someone to love Jesus, what might your website do? That's why there's Wix.com. Wix.com is the best way to bring your great idea or business to life. With over 500 gorgeous templates and their dead simple website builder tool, nobody makes it easier. Get started now by going to Wix.com, that's W-I-X.com, slash podcast to get 10% off. That's Wix.com slash podcast. And hey, if you don't have a business idea, is the Shroud of Turin Real.com is available. Just saying. He's right, you know, it is. It's real? <laughs> the, the website's <laughs> available. Okay. And we are back. And this movie kicks off with uh, a cold open on Black Hannibal Lecter. So that's a good start. Pretty sure the people who made this movie just think that's like standard prison attire. <laughs> they, they do. Because we're going to find out. He's wearing one of those crazy Hannibal Lecter masks. But we're going to find out he's not a cannibal. <laughs> so the movie seems to think that just like major criminals need a muzzle. That's standard. You never know. He could breathe fire. He's an arsonist. <laughs> Let's just put the the mask on him. Shits and giggles. And, 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 and while he's uh, strolling down through the cold open wearing the mask, we get... Uh, I, what I believe the radio is tuned to KXXP Exposition Radio, uh, Exposition <laughs> and Weather Together on the 8th uh, every seven minutes, right? It's, uh, oh, it's very useful. It's, it's amazing. Delightful. And we will learn that Amos, who is our protagonist, uh, killed 11 people. Daniel Amos, yeah. Daniel Amos. Danny Ames. Danny <laughs> e. Yeah, killed 11 people and they're walking him down to death row through... A uh, weird little system they have. They have like a a roasty hallway to walk you through. <laughs> There's like a little soul train roasting line for people about to get executed at this jail. And it's just people oh. harassing him as he walks by. Yeah. And if you want a reason to watch this movie, look no further than actors who have to yell prison insults at someone but aren't allowed to swear. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you're going to be having a bad time <laughs> yeah so now we cut to uh, death row the guards lock up Daniel Amos in his death row cell and then they taunt him <laughs> the guards like alright breakfast is at 7am don't get too excited though because you know we're gonna murder you like right after that <laughs> Yeah, we get we get the two guards. One is kind of the standard, you know, thirty-ish bald-headed guard. The other one is either Fat Glenn Fry or Skinny Chris Christie. I, I couldn't Ooh. tell which throughout the throughout the movie. <laughs> yeah, like if Chris Christie got caught in traffic that he caused. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, for a long it. time. And and the guy's trying to do like the sarcastic, like, and if you need anything fancy, like a pillow or a, but he 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 can't act. And he's so desperately trying to remember his lines that he's just like, we have eggs benedict and oatmeal. If you're vegan, we can we make it with water instead of milk. Our specials today. And they're like, it's not working. Let me get through the specials, please. You could, there's a salmon. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when we also meet our other main character, his... <gasps> Death Row next to you cell buddy. They have neighbor cells in Death Row, and we're meeting this guy. Fish <laughs> is his name. His this is death the row weirdest buddy. Death Row, right? Like, so, so he's supposed to be in isolation, but all the cells have 
bunk beds in them, right? Uh, and he's got a cellmate across the hall that he just chats with. And and the movie spends a lot of time. I mean, I think like 11 minutes of runtime just on the neck of, of Fish. I was really, really hoping it was going to be like a bend over moment from Fletch Lives. Uh, but <laughs> <was> not, <laughs> no such luck. But yeah, he's trying to make conversation with a tattooed neck character and we see him try to get this guy's attention for a while however long <laughs> you're thinking the hey 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 scene lasts it's about four minutes longer than that uh so you're going no shirt right away cool cool <laughs> i like your pants i guess what ah uh, uh, you're not you want to be death buddies sir <laughs> sir Ah. Uh, I'm thinking of a famous person. And he, no, no matter what, this guy won't listen to him. Uh, you used to work at the DMV? Because you seem like <laughs> he, he took you this. Oh, hey. God. I had a lot of sympathy for Fish at this point, honestly. It was like <laughs> it was like when you go on the airplane and the asshole wants to talk to you. It's like, dude, I have a book. You can see my book. You need to, in fact, you need to get a book too so that we can be... Not talking to me would be great. Can I just say it, it's weird when you bring an extra book and force people to read it on planes. We get complaints. <laughs> so, yeah, Daniel gets angry and then he starts yelling anti-Buddhist slurs at Fish, this guy who's being silent and just kind of like sitting there meditation style, cross-legged, facing away from him. It's amazing he is heckling a meditation <laughs> you, you ain't never gonna find yourself you, you, you ain't never gonna find the difference between the stage and the actors i tell you that right now right now <laughs> pink elephant pink elephant suck it see <laughs> something's in your head I, I wanted daniel to start meditating too and then fish is like hey shut the fuck up over there like all of a sudden he's in his head that yeah. meditating was my thing wild <laughs> <laughs> Also, can we talk uh, real quick about the tattoo on Fish's back? Oh, okay. So whoever's mom did the makeup for this was <laughs> was going for, I believe, a heart with a crucifix going through it. But it is very clearly oh. a liver with a crucifix. <laughs> see, see, all this time I thought it was supposed to be a bottle of Crown Royal. Uh, you know, which is, oh. which is of course the Budweiser of whiskey. Uh, yeah. You know, uh. I thought, I thought it looked like, um, like a fancy heart shaped bottle of lube. Like, you know, like happy Ooh, Valentine's that's... day. Gotcha. <laughs> lube. Like, but there was also, there was a weird face in it because I stopped it and I looked at it. It was like an evil pumpkin inside. <laughs> With a thorny crown around it. So like, okay, I get it. You're going for the Jesus thing. But like the evil pumpkin was confusing to me. I don't know. I feel like that's on you. I don't want, I don't want to call <laughs> you, think, you out you think in front I'm, of all the... You think I'm projecting something inside my psyche yeah, there? Yeah, pretty sure you hallucinated an <laughs> evil pumpkin because you've been alone for 60 days and 60 nights. <laughs> I go to the restaurant just so that they, they have to talk to you. They have to say, what can you order? Been alone for thirty-seven years and thirty-seven <laughs> nights of like years. This, this this review took a dark turn. That's <laughs> what, what the pumpkin keeps saying. <laughs> Do you guys remember the scene where the pumpkin changed into the face of your dad and told you it played all those pranks on you because it hates you and resents you? That was weird. 
Am but I right? He really loves you and he's proud of podcasting. Pans back around. He is not talking into a microphone. <laughs> you don't owe me a whole bunch of money for that college education that you're not using. Ha! <sighs> cool. So next scene. Next scene. <laughs> there is a next scene. Yeah. Uh, now, now it's the next morning. So it's time for some more harassing the silent guy. Oh, and he is monologuing over his own reflection. And at first I was like, okay, they went to the local community college and they ordered the finest actor <laughs> at whatever college ended with a CC in it. But no, this is the, uh, this is the author of this movie. So, uh, Oh, is that, yeah. is that, Oh, see, Daniel like, is the author too. He wrote this mm-hmm. screenplay. Wow. Well, it's now a tour it, yeah. the force. Now, now, now it makes sense, right? Because like, because for lawful movies, right? Like we watch John Grisham movies. I mean, they suck at the law, but at least, you know, you get Gene Hackman, you get Tom Cruise, you get people who can act, you know? Wilford Brimley. Um, oh, oh my God, that is that is amazing. But I forgot that coming on this show, we're, we're dealing with the crowd of people that think Kirk Cameron is the height of acting talent. So yeah, we're stuck with the like sub-community theater level of like, I would... Re- line yeah it, it's, it's, it's it's amazing there are times where he pauses mid-syllable it's um it's truly spectacular i liked growing pains a lot to be honest it took me a while i had to reconcile this i was like is he a bad actor because i loved that fucking show i had to go but i don't know the show's good it was it was carried by you know alan thick i guess and Leo DiCaprio. Whatever. <laughs> I, I i will watch thick of the night reruns anytime so. there we go Right. Anyway, so it's the next day. He's harassing the silent guy some more. And he, he wakes up. Daniel wakes up. And there's this one moment where he stares at his own reflection in his metal toilet situation. Yes! Which was weird. And I feel like that was making it worse. Like, when you guys, does this happen to you? Like, do you ever start crying in a mirror and it gets crazy? Like, you become insane. You're like the dog having a cry fight with your reflection and you, like, point at yourself, pointing at yourself and how much you're crying and your dad I shows up. I thought that up only and- ever happened to me. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I'm on. Okay, no, it's, uh, oh, it's everybody. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, good. Right, yeah. Oh, Locked in um, is everybody. Very, <laughs> very special episode of God Awful Movies, everyone. This is what happens when Noah leaves, all right? <laughs> Invite him to your conference. He's supposed to give a speech. You come back. He's talking about his childhood. This is your fault. <laughs> right. We're so, doing a spinoff show. It's Heath and Andrew Discover Medication. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> oh, I know some, but I don't have any professional versions of that stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Just have what I stole from that middle school. (laughs) (laughs) So Daniel keeps harassing this guy and he finally gets him to wake up. He says the guy's like magic phrase, which is I need you. And Fish, the meditating guy, finally responds to him and starts being his neighbory cellmate guy. Yep. And he does not ever acknowledge, by the way, that he ignored him for a day and a half. (laughs) There's never a moment where he's like, sorry, I was... I had a thing going on. He's just like, so, think you're going to find Jesus now that you're in jail? No, no skipping out. No, nothing. No preamble. Just like, so, you want to switch religions now that you're going to (laughs) die? Your name's Daniel Amos. Those are both names from the Bible. I know I just went right into that. And he's just like, (laughs) yeah, I'm just Dan. I mean, it's not Dan. (laughs) Just like the noise my mom went with, whatever. Yeah. 
But Daniel, we learn, means God is my judge, and Amos means carrying a burden. <laughs> and then the movie starts kind of roasting itself. Fish is like, yes, it's a little ironic, don't you think? It's a little heavy-handed writing, a little on the nose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little lazy, huh? <laughs> I'm looking at you because you're the actor, but you also wrote the movie, so I'm looking at you. <laughs> we, we also see um, Daniel's tattoo on his arm. He's got like a phone number. <laughs> Yes. Tattooed on his yeah. arm? His ex-girlfriend's phone number. Yeah. And they blur out the end of the phone number. You why, know why? Why would they use a real phone number? That can't be. It was it was a it was clearly like pen from five seconds before the take that, that put that tattoo there. Why? Because the people who wrote this movie were so stupid they could not make up a phone number. <laughs> They were like, okay, so we're going to do the 555 thing, right? I don't know anybody with that number. 8675 Yes. But this would just be 86753 and then the smudge of ink on there. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly sixes, by the way. If it's upside down, I noticed that the, yep. the number on uh on Daniel's arm. I don't know. I don't know if they meant to do that on purpose. But uh, yeah, we get more um, fish being. Can we just can we just blow up the spoiler here? Fish. I mean, if you want to ruin the movie for everyone, are I we guess. gonna are we really gonna do that? Is it not his Let's name is Fish? Fine. His name is Fish, and he, he's cellmate. He's looking a lot like Jesus. I'll just say that <laughs> he's looking very Jesusy. We'll just give you a little hint. We won't spoil anything. He turns out to be Christ of Nazareth. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers. Yeah. So they're they're going to be execution buddies. I guess there were like budget cuts. So they do it in pairs. And then, yes. I don't know, there's like they electrical musical chairs. There's like a weird system to save money. Something's going on. They do it in pairs and they both bemoan the fact that they murdered people in the wrong state. Right. They're both <laughs> <Yes>. like, ah, <laughs> yeah. should have killed some old ladies in New York. Are you kidding me? Ah, stupid. <laughs> The worst classic mistake. You got to murder people in, the, in those liberal cuck states or else you get in look, trouble. Look, I'm sorry for one thing and one thing only. It's that I killed <laughs> below the Mason Dixon line. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I made my mistakes. Uh, by the way, just quick question. Do you really get a last meal with anything you want? Andrew, do you know about this? Is that like I official? Andrew, question. With given given privatized prisons, I don't think you even get meals anymore. So, uh, no. I don't <laughs> so, yeah. For my last meal, I'd like to request, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> you will need say, to grow in a garden whatever you're about to ask for and then sell Your last the meal was whatever you ate before you came here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I will, we'll, we'll inquire if there's anybody who's, you know, knows anybody's been on row. death row or if you're on <laughs> death row right now and you've got the internet send us an email and, yeah, and there is no better use of the internet if you're on death row than downloading god-awful movies exactly <laughs> yeah be with you yeah. the whole time it is certainly better than any use of the internet in this entire movie <laughs> that's fair that's fair <laughs> all right moving on it's uh it's now the next morning and uh we're in still jail let me go ahead and spoil it. We will not be going anywhere else. That's it. And, and the guard is waking up Daniel to give him breakfast and explain how he slept like guilty. That's yes. 
something that exists, I guess. I was watching you sleep. Please let me finish. And I know you're guilty because <laughs> uh, you were convicted. That's how I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got the, he's got the line. It's basically like you know when I suck on the toes of people late at night in their cells, the guilty ones wiggle a little bit. Wait, wait, wait. I'll, I'll come in again. Wait, wait. What were we gonna say? <laughs> Slower. Yeah, yeah. But his his actual his actual thing is people who sleep well on death row are the guilty ones because the innocent ones are more upset about getting murdered. I don't. Sure. I'm unclear. Yeah. <laughs> What yeah. this guy's philosophy Makes is. total sense. The innocent guys toss and turn. That's the theory. And I wanted Daniel to be like, okay, so you guys murder innocent people too? And then you collect the data on that? And then you graph it? And you match it up with your notes about the sleeping? Is that a weird thing you do? That's uh, right. Going to publish a paper. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's time for his lawyer to come in. Corbin Burnsman. Corbin Burnson. Yes. That guy. <sighs> he is here. He is Daniel's lawyer. And he is not good at small talk with guy who's about to get killed. <laughs> he is not. Uh, Andrew, you are a resident expert on this, so I'm going to ask you sh straight from the hip. Worst movie lawyer? Uh, boy, Cor Corbin Burnson is is way up there. Like I, I love he he walks in and says, "Well, you know, uh, if the judge decides to accept our appeal," and and I'm sitting there going, "Like, look, look, I get that Christians think due process is optional, but like this is kind of bizarre, <laughs> even for that. Like, who, what what the hell kind of lay is if they accept our appeal? Like a judge is going to look at it and be like." Now, like there's there's a little too much uh, brownstein coming out on this appeal, so I think we're gonna <laughs> I think we're gonna pass over that one. Uh, this, this seems too ethnic. Like I, I don't know. Um, no. And and, and and Heath is is it me or uh, obviously I'm I'm just disappointed at 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 Corbin's uh, post major league, but doesn't he look exactly like Cal Ripken right now? Like they've morphed into exactly the same person. <laughs> yeah, I see that. He's got a little Billy Joel going on, too. It's not oh, great. Oh, yeah. It's not great. Yeah. Don't you talk about the hog like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> the beginning and the end. But yeah, Cor Corbin's here to deliver some bad news. Um, <laughs> they're going to execute him using helium, you know, for funsies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we learn here that, like, they switched around the lethal injection drugs as official policy. And so, like, the normal one they're supposed to use is on back order or something. So, like... We're doing flamethrower instead, just for you, because it's back where <laughs> right. you have to deal with it. You know, I mean, just just as a sidebar, like th this is a real thing, and it's a real problem in real states. And I spent like four hours looking it up until I watched the next four minutes of the movie, and then realized that the movie doesn't give a shit. So why should I? But um, <laughs> yeah, but 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 no, like that's a that's a real thing. Like they've just run out of the cocktail of lethal injection drugs, and so different states are like, eh, we can experiment with stuff now. It's, well, it's and, and the wonderful thing about the real world story about this is like that the drug companies kept trying to make them, but then their shareholders and people were like, hey, why do you need to make that much benzenoid or whatever it was? And they were like, well, you know, we use it sometimes for the aspirin and for murder of people. There's lots of uses and stuff. But yeah. Apparently, you know, they chose not prime on the shipping, so they're just going to let the janitor use his cleaning supplies. That's what he's here to tell them. <laughs> Here's the best part. He goes, uh, by the way, 
by law, if you want anything, aside from not being tortured to death, like, you know, coloring book or something, I have to give it to you. <laughs> Andrew, quick question. Is that true? Because I will go burn down 11 old ladies right now. Um, that it, it is, it is not true that your lawyer has to randomly bring you whatever you ask for when you're in your little death row babysitters club there. No, Damn that's, that's Damn. not a thing. Um, right. yeah, uh, another, I got a really fire to put hint. out. Give me one second. Yeah. The, the, the protagonist here, protagonist. Is that, are I, we going to use the word yeah, protagonist? I don't, I don't, I, I had to stop to correct myself there because he's, he's the main character. I felt like That's... the protagonist was the time bar at the bottom of the movie <laughs> for me. Yeah. So whatever the word is for Daniel here, he, he snaps at Corbin Burnson like, I, I might even be dead by your next bowling night, which tells you that no one involved with this movie has ever so much as met a lawyer, um, which, <laughs> hey, good for us, because that means when they sue us for defamation, that's going to be <laughs> hilarious. So bring it on, Dead Man Rising. <laughs> they call Corbin. Hey, man, can you go over there? I, for the last time, I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> Please. How great would that be? They don't know that. They, they do know that. They very they said it on the show. Nah, it's a double bluff. <laughs> and uh, this is where Daniel asks to get the internet on death row. He's like, yeah, I want to look up some medical information. And Burns is like, dude, there's no antidote. He's like, I know. I, I wasn't I was going to ask about that. I wasn't. Really? Do you still want the internet? No, but because <laughs> I remembered what I wanted to look up. But apparently they give, they're going to give it to him or they're going to try. And then, you know, in a minute, we're going to find out he gets the internet. Is that a real thing, Andrew? Would you get to the internet in jail I, on death row? So would, would, would you get the internet in jail on death row that only displays apologetics? No. No, you would not get that. That <laughs> kind of internet. And and the like rejection screen that looks like the lockout from uh the end of Total Recall. No, you don't, <laughs> none of that. None of that is a real thing. Okay. Oh. And and my it's just a little thing, but my favorite part of the scene is at the end, Corbin, who's been so nonchalant, he's classic shitty lawyer trope. Yeah. Just goes, All right, well, I'll see what I can do. Um May God have mercy on you. And then he just walks away, just like very casually, like, may sweet Lord Jesus, the guy in the cell across from you, come down and place his hands upon your eyes and bring you into his kingdom. May the road rise up to meet you forever and ever. Amen. All right, I'm going to go drive home in my weird minivan. Peace. May God have mercy on your soul. Yeah. It's a weird little close. So Gordon Bernson leaves, and then Fish starts explaining... <laughs> the problem of evil by accident to Daniel. <laughs> He's like, yeah, so just heard, may God have mercy on your soul. I mean, really? Like, how's that God mercy working out? Re like, lock eyes with me. I'm shitting. We're on <laughs> death row and you're watching me shit. Right, but we learn that that's because, okay, we don't actually learn why <laughs> <Yeah>. they bring <laughs> up no. the the problem of evil, but it, Daniel does say here that he's an atheist murderer, and and so is um so is uh, fish. But and fish advises him. Fish is like, uh, but hey, you know, 
You might want to go all in on the Jesus thing. That's kind of our thing here in jail. I, like we, yeah, and for, and for the second thing, right? Like fish is killing it here, like on back to back, right? Like so we we've got, hey, how's that God mercy working out? Good question, never answered. And then he's he 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 heads in with the, hey, why don't you uh, find Jesus in prison? Do that kind of last minute deathbed conversion. Bam, off to heaven. And the movie doesn't even try and jingle any keys on that because that's a really good. No, they're saying that's the perfect plan. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) I think. Right. Yep. The whole movie is nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, Fish also points out, he's like, hey, I mean, you know, maybe you could fuck one of those murder groupies (laughs) that exist that are into death row murderers. Well, that that definitely exists, but like, where 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 exactly is he going to get the time? Like, I don't I don't see that there's any conjugal visits scheduled. While you know he's uh well, look, on he's going to get the internet. Yeah. <laughs> he could ask. <laughs> I feel also, like I try that myself, but I'd end up getting friend zoned with a murder groupie, and it would be like extra <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> All right. Here you go, Mr. Enright, your one conjugal visit. Ooh, but like, I don't want to ruin our friendship. It's so special. Complicated signals. We're in a fuck van. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, well, what song would you play next? Also, he ends it by being like, and of course, if you want, you can hang yourself. And, And Daniel's just like, okay, not helping. I did think of that. Thank you. Right. But he's like, I'm an atheist. I'm an atheist murderer. Death row is very difficult for me. Like, if only there was a better way. And rest of movie. It's so dumb. I think that's the only message I'm getting from this. And just, by the way, Fish is just being really annoying at this point. Like, and Daniel's like, great, I'm spending my final week in a cell next to, like, redneck Gilbert Gottfried. This is obnoxious. Like, I feel like you shouldn't. Do that. Like, there shouldn't be, like, buddies on death row like this, especially this one. But how amazing would it be to ruin someone's last week on Earth, right? (laughs) You just, oh, hey, how's it going? I'm the guy who will be across from you until the moment you die. Uh, Look me. Look me in my eyes. 100 bottles of beer on the wall. I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do. Okay. What are you going to do? Murder me? (laughs) Eli in the cell next to death row cell is an amazing idea. That's a TV show. Crazy billionaire money. Andrew, I even know how we'll do it. Yeah, I bet you do. (laughs) I got charts. Yeah. All right. So from there, we go to a establishing shot of the prison so that we know time has passed. Where we already were. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Still also on Earth. Here's a shot from space. Yeah. Got yep. it. We see God looking at the universe inside a globe. He turns and winks to us. Just so you know. Established. I'm watching the movie, too. <laughs> but yeah, super duper casual sort of this is the. The Don King of Wardens, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) And he's here to tell Daniel that he's getting the internet. That worked. And he's just like, I'm Warden Dallas. This is my castle. And here's here's your internet. And at one point, he starts talking in just single words for a while. And it was very confusing. He was just like, death, pray, miracle. Ears sounds like he's playing a party game. And like I had no idea what was happening. I thought like Fish was gonna hit the taboo buzzer. <laughs> oh miracle! Sorry, Duh, it was stupid. miracle. It was miracle. You can't um, say the word. But yeah, he gets one battery charge of internet 
a day. Yeah, that that's how you measure internet. That's, that's yes. right. That's right. And he can't watch porn. Yeah. Oh my God. That that it, there's a good solid nine minutes of every character when uh, Daniel is asking for internet access, being like, "Well, you know, you can't do the here because of the like it. it it's just <laughs> yeah. We know you're not getting porn. And to be fair, if I was in prison, that would be an awkward search history. Warden? Hey, yeah. Um, so remember when I said we were going to monitor your searches on the internet? Yeah. Trying to find a way to get out of this place. Nope, nope, no. No, you are not. Don't say that out loud. What? What are you, what are you talking about? I've um, just been searching for... Okay, seriously? Okay, let's let's look at your search results. Um, How to get out of jail. Yep. Sure, sure. I mean, that, that makes sense, I guess. Um... Effects of execution drugs. Okay. Right. I was concerned. Um, but the next one is big fat nipples. The drugs enlarge your nipples. That is how I found. Do they? Yes. Yes. Okay. So then you search big fat nipples in socket. Mm -hmm. How many nipples can you fit in an electric socket? And then hmm. do prisons have electric sockets? For the research. Okay. Question? Don't. Do we have no, electric okay. sockets, though? <laughs> Your nipple's in one right now. You know we have. <laughs> I mean, it'd be weird, but it'd be true. <laughs> yeah, they got a deal with a great company called Cambridge Analytica. So we will be watching <laughs> your browsing. No, no banned sites. And then the warden's like, okay, well, uh, I'm going to take off. May God have mercy. And she's like, no, 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 no. Corbin Burnson already used that one. Oh, okay. Uh, and, seek and, and ye shall find, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And and that is our signal that this is the last we have to care about that bullshit plot, right? Like, from here on out, this is not a movie. This is dueling oratory and set up for apologetics. There is no more movie. There is no more plot. <laughs> yeah. If you were getting excited, yeah, don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If you hate audiobooks because you can't see the straw man, you're going <laughs> to yeah. love the rest of this movie. Oh, yeah. So Daniel fires up his new laptop and Fish immediately starts harassing him about how Christianity is dumb. <laughs> uh, apparently, oh. Daniel switched over from being an atheist murderer to a... Uh, seeking Christian murderer at some point in like the last day. I don't know. I, I call this section of the movie, we shot out of sequence and forgot to tell the actors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he starts Googling stuff. He's like just trying to figure out how to die faster because of that terrible news I heard. And he's just typing in like die faster poison atheist into Google. It makes no sense. <laughs> Not not Google. And, and what I love is he's Sherlock. Yeah, sorry. Sherlock is the search engine they're using. I, my, my favorite bit about this is that, you know, Sherlock is actually a real search engine uh, from like 15 years ago. This movie was made in 2018. I just want to point that out. Who did gonna... they think they had to get the rights from to use the word Google? <laughs> 
Yeah, we were going to use Ask Jeeves, but that actually wasn't. It was Sherlock. And Sherlock has the uh, tagline, search and ye shall find, which I thought was good. It's the little wins. Yeah. But yeah, he's heckling him. But at this point, Daniel is not trying to look up Jesus stuff. He's like, I don't know why you're busy searching for Jesus. And he's like, hey, yeah, you look, your call to the atheist experience is fascinating. I'm trying to figure out how not to suffocate to death because... <laughs> You're just going to shake a bunch of poison up and inject it into my eyeballs. So I'll be right with you. And he's like, I'm I'm just going to keep monologuing about very easily disprovable things. You know, Jesus is based on other myths. Oh, my God. This was the first moment in this movie where I literally laughed out loud. The line is Fish looks over and completely disconnected from anything else says, you know, I used to believe in Jesus, but that's before I realized the Jesus Christ myth was based on Hercules. Hercules. <laughs> Hercules. Interesting. And then, and, then, and then Daniel says, really? Hercules? And he's like, well, you know, also Adonis and Addis and Osiris. It's, it's the craziest, craziest out of the blue thing that I, I have ever seen in a movie. It's, it's yep. amazing. Well, the problem is they very clearly wrote Problem of Evil and they were setting up for the pattern of this movie, which is that Daniel Sherlock's it and he comes back and he goes, no, man, Problem of Evil isn't real because blank, except they tried that and he was just like jingly prison <laughs> bars, jingly bars, like he's just smashing himself against them. So instead, what what they do is they have him rapid fire a bunch of good atheist arguments and then a really, really stupid one at the end. And they'll be like, problem of evil, the problem of omniscience. Also, I heard Jesus didn't have no left hand in the book. <laughs> also, Greek mythology, the argument from Greek mythology. That's that's what we're getting here. And uh, we, we're also watching a whole bunch of, well, a whole bunch of cuts of push-ups throughout this. <laughs> fish, fish is doing push-ups, but not himself and not very many at once. You, nope. you, knew, you knew the beginning of Stripes when Harold Ramis bets Bill Murray $3 that he can't do three push-ups? Yeah, that's this movie. Um. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we get to watch Daniel look at a bunch of websites about Greek mythology versus Jesus. He actually Googles Greek mythology versus or he Sherlock's that. And I actually decided to check on that myself. My first result was from Answers in Genesis. That was the top huh. thing. That is Ken Ham's thing. And I was like, yeah, so those Greek stories are super fun, right? No, they're not. False gods. Trick question. It's like an angry, weird little article from Answers in Genesis. Oh, it's amazing to watch like how Answers in Genesis has used Google Foo to accidentally trick people into thinking they're a science website, right? It's like, if you look up fossil record, but if you look up fossil record, we'll get you. We will get your answer in Genesis. <laughs> Eli, do you think record and record are spelled differently? Uh, just, just I couldn't you. tell you how either of them are spelled. <laughs> okay. Right. Andrew Torres, the turn right law. Yeah. Fair enough. If you Google by talking only. Yeah. <laughs> So also a great thing here is like we see all the images of like the Greek pottery and stuff. And I wanted so badly for the guards to be like, OK, he's looking at Greek pottery. Is that technically porn? I feel like we should block it. I know what some of those pottery are going to end up looking like. Yeah, let him finish reading. Let him finish reading. Yeah. And he's looking up 
different like resurrections that were supposed to have happened in mythology, but also in reality, apparently. And th there's no, there's no evidence for resurrections. Like, oh, stop pretending like it's the Zapruder tape. Like, like <laughs> resurrected back into left. Like, fuck you. Absolutely not. No, the whole thing's like Lee Strobel's there. It was, I was getting a lot of Lee Strobel in the, in this movie. So yeah, it's, it's Lee Strobel refuting Richard Carrier here, right? Like that's, <laughs> that's the argument that they're doing, right? And, and, and it makes no sense as to lead with that argument, right? Because the parallels between Jesus and other myths is the kind of thing you say later on to Daniel's like, well, you know, this is just the biography of Jesus. And, you know, and then you might add in the like, yeah, it's kind of weird how you get the like miracle baby and then the one thing when he's 13 and then nothing until he's 30. And doesn't that seem to follow the Joseph Campbell, like <laughs> mythic hero archetype? But like, you don't lead with that. I, I, it was weird. And you certainly don't make it the foundation of your argument, right? You're not like, look, I have one reason and one reason alone for not being Christian. It's because I didn't get to hear about him in his 20s. Her Hercules. Hercules. Yep. And then he's like, my next apologetic is the Shroud of Turin. Oh, yes. You're in jail. Literally Fish's response to him being like, no, Jesus' myth is a totally... Shroud of Turin! <laughs> okay, relax. Can you just write down your list of apologetics? I can read it later. This is exhausting. Yeah. Uh, but we learned that, because uh, this is where he asks him why Fish keeps asking all these mean questions, and we learned that Fish had a bad experience, and that's why he doesn't love Jesus anymore. And I, I wanted so badly for Daniel to be like, are you doing a doodly-doo over there? <laughs> you know, I'm outside the doodly-doo. Don't you, wave your hands. Are you backing away slowly? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought the scene was over. I figured I would back away slowly. Yep. So they they do a doodly do. In fact, we get a, <laughs> we get a flashback of Daniel doing the crime that got him in jail. Um, he's lighting a a garbage can on fire. Is all we see at first, though. So it's kind of confusing. Lighting a garbage can on fire. Like, I, the only explanation for that is that the producer is so hacky that he was like, yeah, give me one of them garbage can on fire shots. And you know, and everyone around him was like, no, no, those are only for the post-apocalyptic hellscapes. He's like, nope, I demand must be one flaming garbage can right now. It's kind of <laughs> like the uh, the John Peters in uh, insisting that Superman fight the giant spider in the uh, Kevin Smith <laughs> Superman. Exactly. Stuff. Yeah. This was his giant spider. He was yeah. like, like garbage can on fire. <laughs> Remember how great Wild Wild West was? We <laughs> we need to fit that in. Yeah. So he lights the garbage can on fire, and we're about to learn that this is a uh, a senior center where this is happening. And they show us this by showing a, <laughs> a pill bottle <laughs> lighting yeah. on fire because you know old people have medicine, and also one photograph of old people, which looked like, it was like, it looked like a photo of American Gothic. So I was yes. like, I guess he really hated that painting. I, I don't know what's happening right now, but we're about to learn it's a senior center that he lit on fire by accident. Yeah. The, the budget for this movie included one plastic bottle and one photo. Like that's all we have the budget to burn up here. And fire. Yeah. <laughs> and a book of matches, one book of matches. So now they're outside because they're, they're those Death row buddies that get outdoor time together. 
Yeah. And, and, and Fish wakes up on the bench outside. Like, how did that happen? Did they, like, take his bunk outside, like the scene in Major <laughs> League? Like, I wanted him to look up and be like, shit, I got cut already? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> they're in the outdoor caged area now. And Fish is like, so you want to explain that flashback for the movie characters who didn't see it? Because we're in the movie. That dream you had. What? <laughs> yep. And uh, they start by talking about how like, oh, man. Yeah, so there's a flashback. I you went to jail because I burned down a senior center. Too bad we're not birds, man. Right? <laughs> and, and also, I just want to point out again. Our protagonist, right? Yeah. Well, I I did burn down a senior center and I was stealing valuable possessions from everybody who was in there. I mean, I didn't take their medication. That would be really awful. But yeah, yeah the the sympathy the sympathetic character is stealing watches from old people and then burning their house down. And Andrew, <laughs> I'm obviously I'm not looking at the sentencing guidelines Excel spreadsheet. If people die in a fire you started accidentally, do you get the death penalty? Um, you know, look, I, I don't want to get too deep into the legal analysis of this movie or anything, but, but no, you, you don't get the death penalty for accidentally starting a fire that gets out of control. Um, I mean, unless you're black and it's in Alabama, Texas, Georgia, North and South Carolina, uh, it, you know, never mind. Okay. Oh, okay. Good to know. Ten Tennessee, the ones we're cutting, <laughs> West, West Virginia. Yeah, right. lovely. We're killing people almost everywhere. Great, but yeah, he says that he made a mistake, and then they, again they have this weird moment, and it's not just in this movie; it's in every Death Row movie where one character has to go. Gee, anybody could have burned down a building and killed eleven <laughs> people while robbing them. Sounds harsh. <laughs> Yup, speaking of which, Shroud of Turin, by the way. Yes, it's the best. He, this is literally how it goes. He goes, what do you think the guard would do if you climbed the fence right now? And he'd be like, he'd shoot me. The Shroud of Turin is real. I Googled it last <laughs> night. Shroud of, sorry, I, I Sherlocked it last night. The uh, it's Shroud a, of Turin is real. It's a real piece of cloth, I guess. <laughs> like, that's not disputed. Is it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. So I never thought we would ever get to handle the Shroud of Turin here on God Awful Movies. And I am so happy. Let's talk about just a couple of the apologetics they employ. Oh my uh, first of all, they tested it in the 1970s and there is no paint on it. Um, so I guess Stephen Avery killed Jesus. I don't know what the fuck point they were making there. No idea. Yeah. Nope. And this is their trump card. This is like, all right, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn you Christian. I looked up the Shroud of Turin. That's insane. You went to uh, well, Ken Ham's website and you looked up the Shroud of Turin. Wow. Yeah. Well, uh, it's not quite their trump card. Uh, they yeah. also have that um, when when they tested it, and it's absolutely not from the time that Jesus was apparently alive, and it's absolutely not made of the material that would be around at that time. They only tested the corner. And that corner is modern, but if you get it in the the middle, it's Jesus-y. There's a patch in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and, and their own evidence. They're like, well, you know, the first time they did carbon dating, it said it was only 700 years old. But later, 
we we see that it's consistent with this that's 900 years old and you're like this is your movie guys like why not just, like <laughs> as long as you're making it up just be like they carbon dated it exactly to zero I, like I, it yeah, I I, right. I didn't understand. What Jesus the is was also to not be. from nine hundred years ago. Yeah, I, I know. why would you even say that? That's weird. But uh, now it's time for their real trump card, and this this is why I had to push back on you, Heath. Sorry, yeah. because you see, there's an old prayer book, and that prayer book has three circles in it. Science, we are Christians now. <laughs> oh, that like that little like stick figure drawn by a child yes! that was like, yeah, so this is what, you know, Jesus really looked like in the shroud. Look how the holes in this picture that was drawn match up with the real cloth. And like, did they carbon date the holes? Like <laughs> they found real CO2 in the space of the holes. I had no idea what they were trying to say here. I, 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 th I thought the trump card was the claim that comes immediately after that, which is, an, another, it's the Shroud of Turin 2. It's, it, they call it the Sudarium of Oviedo. Oh, uh, I and, love this thing. And they have this like CSI style routine where they like say, look, the bloodstains line up like a fingerprint. And I will tell you, I spent like what? six hours on Google trying to figure <laughs> out what the claim even is, right? Like how can bloodstains line up like a, I, I, it was. Oh, but they don't even line up. I'm, yeah, they I'm show watching you the, the movie and I'm watching them not line up. So what yes. do you, I, I, I don't know. I didn't understand. They literally cross them. They cross the two images across each other. They're like, look, if you line up this blood stain on that blood stain, and it's so clearly just a blob that means nothing <laughs> that both actors sort of turn to each other and go, is that it? Blob, that blob. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, but. My my Google Foo took me to I, I what I really think is the inspiration for this. It's an article in the National Review from 2014. So uh, pro tip: don't ever read the fucking National Review. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a good tip. Just in general, by the way. Yeah. Why no, do people think uh, you print yourself onto stuff when you die? Like, to be like, why why would your face? Photoshop itself onto a blanket if you die while the blanket's touching you. I don't understand, <laughs> even understand the, like, concept. They have this idea that, like, there was this electrical discharge and it, like, yeah, it, like, zapped Jesus's face onto the Shroud of Turin. It, it, it makes absolutely no sense. Like, I don't, I don't even know where it's supposed to come I from. love the idea that, like, Gospel of Thomas, right, original Bible where the angels come down and unveil Jesus and, like, roll back the rock for him. Mm -hmm. Jesus is like, wait, guys, guys, one second. Presses his face against the, against the shroud. That's going to be so funny in the Middle Ages. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> I'm going to go have people finger my holes. <laughs> yeah. Also, just one other detail on this. Um, I actually enjoyed the actor who is playing Fish. Was he not fun to you guys? Because he's like, he's doing his whole uh, apologetics thing, and or I guess counter apologetics thing. He's doing you know, reverse Socratic method to like <laughs> trick this guy into being Christian by pointing out atheist things just badly enough. I guess that's the theory, but he's going nuts. He's like trash talking after everything. And he's like doing dances when he thinks he makes a good point. At one point he like, <laughs> he says something, he makes a point, And then he like runs to the back of his cell and clearly 
like ran up the wall and tried to do a flip up the wall, but they had to <laughs> cut away because he definitely hurt himself. But I loved him just <laughs> dancing around and getting all intense about it. Like I, I enjoyed this actor a lot. Oh, he is me during every Facebook fight. You just replace Daniel with a computer. And that's it. You ever want to know what it's like? Just shirtless, failing at push-ups and wall runs. Why? I agree. I thought I thought he was a, a, a really good actor. And when you, uh, fun trivia fact, he did not allow his name to be used in the end credits, right? There is no, no he did not. credit for fish in the end sequence. Um, I guess... He was unaware of IMDb that he was going to forever be tarred with being in this movie. But um, no, he's been in like 40 yeah, he's in or real 50 stuff. different yeah. TV shows. Yeah, he's, he's a good guy, good actor. All right. So they, they get through their, uh, well, their first round of Shroud of Turin stuff. They'll revisit it a little bit more. Oh, yeah. But uh, now the warden's back along with a doctor to check the blood pressure and body temperature of the guy they're about to execute, which felt like a weird precaution like can't have you running a fever while we it's the, poison you well, to it's death. amazing because they so don't know why a doctor examines you before an execution that the doctor literally goes like well we need to prove you're alive so that we can prove you're dead <laughs> we're christians so this is this is our standard of proof it's a whole thing yeah. and then we also learn that the doctor will not be the person who administers the lethal injection. Daniel asked him, he's like, so you're, you're the doctor who's going to kill me then? And he's like, oh, no, no, no. We, we don't do that um, because that's murder and doctors aren't allowed to murder. So we, uh, we farm it out. We figured, you know, building full of murderers. Let's see if the inmates, you know, can show off their stuff a little bit. So they literally, uh, in, in this movie anyway, are using inmates to inject people to get around the technicality of murdering is murder. Is that real? Does any it's no, real? <laughs> are you serious? Yes. So it's not, it, nobody successfully tried to do it, but there was a prison program where they were like, hey, we're going to have the inmates kill each other. And immediately the Andrew of that <laughs> prison was like, yeah. guys, you can't. <laughs> what? We're going to have Frank do it. No, you can't have Frank do it. Can't have Frank to, but yeah, this is a real thing that they attempted to do that no one ever did, but they really tried. Wow, wow. <laughs> I like I like how you said, "Is that real?" And I said, "No." At the same time, Eli said, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> it was real in someone's heart, and that's yeah. what matters. Well, <laughs> what matters is someone was sitting around a table, and they were like, "The doctors are being real bitches about this." Okay, I'm gonna throw this out there. You guys don't like it? Throw it right back. You know who won't be bitches about it? <laughs> yeah. Murderers. Murderers. What if we got them to kill themselves, and we all just watched? <laughs> All right, get Eli in that cell next to him. Go. <laughs> God, yeah. And uh, one other moment here in this scene, uh, Daniel asked the doctor, he's like, so I heard there was like some complications with the poison you're going to give me. Is it going to be like slow or fast or like what's going to happen? And the doctor gives him a terrifying answer. He's the worst. I mean, this is all true, but yeah. he has the worst bedside manner ever. All right, just give me your arm, please. Sorry, just uh, a little nervous about the execution. I mean, you should be. R Sorry, what? Yeah, like 3% of executions are botched. And that, that, that is self-reported numbers, by the way. Oh, uh, that doesn't Yeah, you'd think good. that that would like get better with lethal injection, mm -hmm. but it's actually closer to 7%. 
with those. So, you know. Uh, Yowch. Okay. Well. I and know. that waking up thing that they said, that's mm. real. Like, you see the drug? There's two drugs. One that what? freezes you. And you can, like, still hear and retain consciousness. So you're basically, like, paralyzed. And then the second drug gives you a heart attack. Um, uh, give me your ear for a second. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. So maybe we could, like, you know, talk about yeah, how that's Well, you know, at least you have the comfort of knowing that this is more expensive and we get it wrong all the time. And it does not work as a deterrent. Uh, I would like him to leave. I'm a doctor. And again, that's all true, but like <laughs> terrifying. And, and again, this is this is moment like six of thirty-four in which the movie forgets that it's being pitched exclusively to right-wing Christian fundamentalists who are all <laughs> uniformly pro-death penalty. So I would just love to know the like cognitive dissonance going on in their heads right now as they're watching. Like, boy, that that seems bad. Uh well, if you would like to see it on display live, you can check out the reviews uh, on pureflix.com or my favorite, the customer reviews on the dub reviews, which are halfway between your crazy Aunt Kathy's Facebook posts and like someone who can't stop confessing to crimes. They are fantastic. Check them out. <laughs> wow. Absolutely. The dub reviews are amazing. <laughs> yeah. So Daniel gets explained to him that you know, yeah, yeah, you're probably going to like wake up in the middle of this thing and you're going to be poisoned for a while and it's going to be excruciating. So, bye. The God have mercy <laughs> on your soul. Seeking you shall find. Sorry. Uh, what's another one? Um, Republican. Don't be Jewish. What? <laughs> ah! <laughs> I mean, don't, but yeah, feels should have been fancier. And then uh, at the very end of that scene, Fish taunts Daniel a little bit more. He's like, you know, you're not going to get any like tombstone, right? And seemed like a weird dick, right? Hey, seemed pretty upset about that whole being awake while they murder you thing. <laughs> Nobody's going to write your name on a rock. Okay, you done? Okay, sorry. Should we smash would... cut to the outdoor cage? Yeah, let's smash cut to the outdoor cage. That's the other <laughs> spot where we do scenes, right? Cool. Yep. So that's what happens. And this is where we finally get some action in the form of a basketball sitting motionless on the bench next to them while they argue <laughs> well, some more. Son. That's the whole movie. <laughs> oh, it's so good. But yeah, th this argument, uh, apropos of nothing, is that the Gospels were written way after Jesus was alive. But the argument back is that Paul wrote about Jesus only like 25 years later, not like 50 or 100, like some people say about the other Gospels. There was so yeah. much later. Yeah, but you're forgetting that also had a whole lot of hearsay explained in the stupidest manner possible. So that makes it better. Right. I, this was the strangest collection of arguments. Also, 25 years is fucking slow, isn't it? So this guy, Paul, was like, okay, so this guy literally floated at this guy after getting crucified. Should I write this down? No. Nah. nah. 25 take years a, later. Take a quarter you know what of a was pretty off. interesting yeah. 25 years ago in my life? Now that I think about it, that guy who just floated into the sky. I'm going to write about it now. What? You know what I have spectacular uh, word for word recollections of? 1995. I'm real great <laughs> at it. Yeah. See, going to the store, going to get milk, eggs. Three decades ago, I saw the newborn son of the Lord rise from the dead. There we go. I'd write, now that I think about it, though, I mean, like, I'd write, like, a a really important thing about how 
the 94 Rangers were amazing and Mark Messier might be the Messiah. Yeah, I can see it happening. <laughs> All right, there we go. See, fair and balanced. But <laughs> white white guy fish is way ahead of us because literally every time Daniel talks, he is just making the exact same noise as I was at this movie. He's like, well, you know, James was Jesus's brother. And he's like, fuck your face. <laughs> fuck your face. Boo. Boo. Liar. Jimmy Christ. Liar, boo. You don't know about Jimmy Christ? That's not, <laughs> no, that's nothing. Nothing you say is useful. You're just naming somebody. What, what does that even mean? Oh my gosh, are you James Christ? Are you Jesus's brother? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yep. So like, can you introduce me to him? No. Mm, he no, doesn't like that. He said, I can't dead. do that anymore. What was with the weird aside with where he's like, <laughs> Jesus had brothers and he's like, yes, yeah, sisters too. Like, I, it, I that just kind of hung out there. Like, is she hot? Like, I what, <laughs> was trying to what? set him up. <laughs> what, what was that? And then... Fish achieved something I have been waiting for for 187, 188 episodes now. <laughs> the argument from, come on! <laughs> Which, to be fair, is literally my argument. Whenever Christians get in my inbox by accident and are like, I want to know how come you have not addressed, I just, come on! Come on! Really? Come yeah. on! It's just like, come on, man. It's fiction. There's no way you actually believe that you're a liar. Stop being a liar. We actually get to that point, which that <laughs> made me happy. Best. Yeah. He goes, stop being a liar. You're a liar. Come on. And I wrote <laughs> my counter apologetics in three sentences. <laughs> yep. I I mean, are, are we going to let are we going to let the actual apologetics go here? I mean, oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. No, 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 no. You, do you mean the argument from Alexander the Great also being resurrected <laughs> and born yeah. from a virgin, according to mainstream historians? That argument? I, yes, that is precisely the argument. That <laughs> because I that's what's presented here. Yes. That's, that's deployed. I mean, literally, uh, the fish says, uh, so, you know, come on, you believe in this crazy resurrection stuff. And then, you know, born of a virgin, come on. And then and Daniel says, well, you believe Alexander the Great was real, right? And he he said that he, his mother said that he was born of the god Zeus and that she was a virgin and seen. Like, I, it was, it was I, I, I can only imagine that both of these actors like turned kind of Deadpool style, looked at the camera, was like, you're, you're, you're getting this, right? Like, oh, they're, they they're all made up stories, right? They did. It was like, all right, so Alexander the Great had the same origin story as Jesus. And then he's like, so those are both right or both wrong or one of each. Are you confused about the answer? <laughs> really? Are we still rolling? <laughs> yeah. Line. Line. Oh, you were asking line? Line. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's the end of that argument. Well, um, I'm going to go grab my bed sheet that has a sweatogram of my body and send it off to the lab so they can check if I'm in fact the son of God. But before we take a break so I can go ahead and do that, let me give act three the hard sell. Who's the good guy? Is it the killer? Is it the other killer? Find out the answer is yes when we return for the extremely <laughs> confusing conclusion of Dead Man Rising. So, you want to interview my client? Yes. For your newspaper? Yes. Okay. Um, and, uh, and, and what's the publication called? The 
You killed my grandma daily. <clears throat> the the you killed my grandma daily? Yep, that's its name. Yeah, I, this will surprise you, but I have not heard of that publication. Well, it's before. a real paper. Oh, it's yeah, it's a real. real paper. What's today's headline? Uh, you killed my grandma. Yeah, nat- naturally. No, no uh, with fire. Uh, it, sure, Ed, Ed does. The You Killed My Grandma Daily have other sections? The sports, maybe? Comics? Weather? Yep, all a ton of them. Yep. Well, well, all right. Okay. I'm sold. Let's, uh, let's get you alone with my client. Fantastic. Hey, hey, wait a second. You guys circulate Dave Barry. Um, yes. Voice of the nation, that guy. Right? Yeah. Oh, just love, love it. Dave Barry. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. When we left off, we were in jail arguing. Uh, we're still there. And now Corbin Bernson <laughs> is back with some news about an author who wants to interview Daniel. But first, we get some uh, execution small talk. <laughs> Corbin Bernson. It's amazing. How's it going? Bad. Right. <laughs> Obviously, you are about to be murdered. You're like one of the last people. Because it's dying out as a barbaric practice. So, yeah, I can understand. No, death, death row's going really good. No, bad, obviously. You really need to think out your opener next time, dude. You're a lawyer. I don't like talking to you. It's this every time. How's it lethal injecting? Stupid. Sorry. <laughs> I feel personally attacked right now. But that's fine. <laughs> Do you think out your openers when you talk to death row people when you're lawyering? <laughs> I I don't even know where to begin to answer What do you lead with? When I'm on death row, you're going to need to have some clever banter. Get it ready. Me and Heath are on death row right now. We murdered Neil Gorsuch to protect constitutional diocese. No one one murdered Neil Gorsuch. I refuse to entertain this hypothetical. I just want to know what you're going to say to us. I just just want to make it clear to the (laughs) NSA that no one here is serious about actually murdering Neil Gorsuch. This never happened. And Andrew's stalling because he doesn't have a good opener. (laughs) Cool. So, bunch of terrible small talk, and Daniel's like, all right, man, uh, do you have any good news? And Corbin Bernson says, well, I won't get the bad news until tomorrow. Is that helpful? <laughs> you? You're going to get murdered still. That's still happening. Yeah. yeah. What, what he actually says is, I'm going to sit down with the judge tomorrow and see if he'll give us an appeal. And that that is, again, the, the, the definition of fractal wrongness, right? Like, you don't sit down with the judge. You don't go separately. It's not up to the judge to decide whether you get an appeal. Like, well, how did, did these, like... These people that they have the alliance defending freedom. Come on, they they could have talked to a lawyer before making this. <laughs> he move. might as well get a tweet from the judge at this point, just being like, "Nope, ah, gonna murder you." Yeah. So yeah. here's the thing: I yeah. tweeted, uh, "Like, if you're gonna give an appeal, retweet if you've already decided." And <laughs> Daniel, he retweeted the shit out of that. You're you're laughing now, but we're one Trump re-election away from that happening. So. <laughs> That's Elon Musk's plan for the justice system. It's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we learn about this author, and uh, they're going to be on TV, maybe. Corbin Burnson's all excited. He's like, yeah, I got you a book deal and, like, a TV deal. Like, uh, 
<laughs> like a lifelong holding deal. I'm going to be in it, too. I'm also going to be in it. Like, there it is. Okay. He's, he's trying to cajole him. He's like, come on, little ad for me. Maybe I make it into Christian movies. I'm just saying things could... Don't be a dick right up until you die, huh? <laughs> Maybe Major League Five. <sighs> no, I you need to let me get on TV. Charlie Sheen, but that's <laughs> he's not in the phone book. I I just called Charlie Sheen's in the phone book. And then Daniel says after the pitch, this is the weirdest line. I I I had to watch it like several times. I couldn't tell if it was like ADR'd over it or whatever. He says, "Awful of you to ask first, right? Yep. Not." Awful nice of you, awful mean of you. Uh, but the only thing I can think is that every single take, he was like, well, it's awful white of you to ask. For that. Cut. All right, <laughs> let's try it again. Awful no. white of you to ask. For That's All a right. term. It's You could say mighty white of you. It's W-I-T-E, I think. It's different. No, it's with an H. It's with an yeah. H. <laughs> no, definitely with an H. <laughs> it's like record. <laughs> it's not like that. But not record. <laughs> yep. And uh, this ends, by the way, with Corbin Burnson asking Daniel, he's like, so, man, were you ever, like, good at being a thief? Did you ever steal something without burning 11 Murdering old people 11 alive? People? <laughs> no. Yeah, his actual response, man, I couldn't steal my mom's heart. And there's this amazing pause where Corbin's like, they're like a cutesy way of saying your mom didn't love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Bye. Okay. Gay people are an abomination and they should be stoned to death. Bye. <laughs> cool. I'm the author of yeah. this movie. So uh, <laughs> Daniel goes back to Googling. Sorry, Sherlocking. And uh, this time he wants to know about near-death experiences. So near he's Googling death? NDEs. I Literally, all of my notes at this point are just, yes, movie. Yes. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> and the first thing he reads, by the way, upon researching it, that there are 774 near-death experiences a day in the United States. How the fuck would you estimate that number? What would they be basing? I don't I don't understand what they're even saying. But uh yeah, the, the guards are into this too. We we oh. we cut over to the little guard office area, and one of the guards is watching him. You know, he has like a screen so he can see what Daniel's searching for. And he's like, oh, shit, NDEs. This is interesting. Yeah, that, that's that's our that's our buddy Fat Glenn Fry again, who writes NDE on a piece of paper in letters large enough that grandma at home can see it. Right. And then he slowly closes the door to the guard shack. Is that is that his kink or like NDEs? <laughs> like I was confused by oh, that. Oh, here we go. <laughs> He found the loophole. Good times are. Uh, and he, you, you asked a pretty important question is where would he get that number from? Well, I happened to Sherlock 774 NDEs <laughs> and it took me to NDERF.org. It's a charity. Keep it what? up. Here's how they do those numbers. You ready? This is right on NDERF.org. Again, charity. <laughs> The prevalence of NDE in the adult population has been estimated by several major surveys. A Gallup poll in 1992 led to an estimate that 13 million Americans had experienced an NDE. They, the population of the United... It gets so they, much better. They polled Americans. So they were like, 
one to ten, how close were you to death? And like they took eights and above as near. Oh, there is no citation for that Gallup okay. poll. So that we are starting with a lie. Okay. If you've if you've died, please. <laughs> yeah, Richard. <laughs> so from there, the population of the United States in 1992 was approximately 260 million, leading to an estimate of NDE prevalence of 13 million divided by 260 million or 5%. 5% of people almost die every year and don't. Yep. Okay. Therefore, 774 NDEs occur daily in the United States. Wait, th- you're still missing a numerator <laughs> in that equation. Thank you. <laughs> you are. That's great. And and luckily nderf.org uh, answers any queries you might have. Here at the end, this is signed Dr. Jeff, by the way. Um, I recognize this methodology has significant limitations. <laughs> like numerators are missing, you know, yeah. limitations. Here's what he thinks the limitations are. One, the number of adults would be constant between 18 and 74. Two, it overestimates the average adult age. Three, it assumes the probability of NDEs occurring is constant across all of the ages. In spite of these limitations, the estimate of number of NDEs occurring per day is probably accurate within an order of magnitude. Because <laughs> so, if you're like 95, you just like almost die every day until you die. <laughs> I yeah, like, I feel like fair. that's you get like a bunch of NDs. Just you're constantly doing that. That's like infinity. Signed, Doctor Jeff. <laughs> Doc, Doctor Jeff. I like that. Some sometime we're gonna have to go visit like the tin shed that Doctor Jeff works out of. <laughs> Practices like in. Like, oh my god. He'll f- facilitate an NDE for you. Feel <laughs> <laughs> like flatliners. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Daniel learns about NDEs, and then he's like, "All right, I got to tell." Tell my, my death row buddy about this. Hey, <laughs> hey, wake up. More arguing now. The guy, I Googled something again. Hey, are you awake? How high could you pile the biographies of Buddha? <laughs> <laughs> and then we get some more beautiful acting from Fish here. He's he's just like, uh, yawn, boring. Those people weren't dead. You're stupid. Yawn. Drugs do that. The effects you're describing are drugs. You're a dumb person. Yawn. It's pretty great. I, I, I do have to point out here, though, in the continuing saga of fish trying to do a push up, he, he gets down on the floor and does the worm instead. It's the greatest. He does. Yeah. Yep. He starts doing the sun salutation at one point yep. here, too. Yeah. Anything but a push up. I get it. <laughs> I've been there. But but the <laughs> argument, the the hey, 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 are you awake? Are you awake? Are you awake? Are you awake? The that <laughs> argument that Daniel decides to lead with is, you know, in NDEs, half the people saw themselves outside their body. And I was just thinking, like, what does that mean as an apologetic, right? Does Jesus just like flip a coin and go, oh, yep, sorry. Like you're going to have an ND, but you don't get to see yourself outside. That. <laughs> what the hell is that? Yeah. So he debunks a bunch of Daniel's NDE claims. And then Daniel gets mad too. He's just like, man, you always do this. Like I wake you up to bother you about my awesome Lee Strobel thing. And you always make me look dumb. I fucking hate you. I don't want to be your execution buddy anymore. And and this is where we get an apology that I think 
all of us have dealt with at a time, which is the agnostic thing. Where he's like, so you don't know that God's not real. And he's like, no, I don't know that God's not real. And he's like, so you're an agnostic, which is basically a theist, but with the letters rummaged around, right? (laughs) And again, I love fish because fish is just like, boo, boo, (laughs) no, (laughs) yoga. (laughs) And Daniel's like, I don't know, man. Why do you even care about this? And fish is like, I'm bored. I don't fucking know. You keep waking me up with this shit. Yeah, I try to answer you. God, you're the worst. I don't want to be your execution buddy. I'd like to leave now. <laughs> so they wrap up their little argument there. And now that author we were talking about before, mm. she shows up to interview Daniel about his fascinating story of the arson murder of old people. Oh, and they, by the way, it's amazing because they bring her over and he's like, don't get too close. He could honk your boobies. I don't know. This just, we're not allowed to say what he would do. It's a Christian movie, but just don't, don't get close. It's exactly the like, hello, Clarice moment. <laughs> but he's just like, hello. Oh, so you're like, you're like the opposite of Jodie Foster. Yeah, yeah. Yes, she is. <laughs> Yeah. But 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 then I it 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 just really kind of hit home that you know in a movie in which the dueling protagonists are murderers like the the one person who's filmed like terribly in this right like that gets the like bad lighting and awkward angle and it's clear you're supposed to like rise up and throw fruit at the screen is of course the the woman <laughs> right the yep. only woman character in this entire movie the um, upset woman the yeah. grieving woman yeah. is the is the only thing we get that's close to an antagonist in yep. this movie yeah yep. she's the bad guy right yeah so just to be clear this woman is not in fact an author she is the granddaughter of someone who got murdered by Daniel in that fire, but she's pretending pretended, to be an author. Yeah, she's pretended to be an author so she can come in and say scary things about being executed. Yeah, and, and look, I agree. That's a little bit of a dick move, but still, like, you know, her grandmother was burned to death by this guy. Like, I, yeah, we, we should I mean, be sympathetic to her. I'm having trouble relating to our protagonist in this situation. I mean, it's not nice, but it's also not nice to light them on fire. <laughs> yeah, but it's amazing. She she starts slow here. She's like, so, how are you? And his real response is, I would say I'm medium. Yeah. And I just wrote in my notes, <laughs> the Heath Enright story. <laughs> but But she does have one fantastic trump card here, which is the story of the guy that is true, by the way, that they couldn't find vein in him. So they tried to put it in his thigh and missed and uh, lethal injected him in the balls. What? That was <laughs> True real? story. This is real. Maybe we shouldn't and murder people. She's using it as like a scary story to spook him. Well, it and by the way, me. I mean, that yeah. worked. <laughs> and she's not allowed to say dick. So she goes, uh, they missed his thigh and they got his soft tissue. Is that what that was trying to be? Okay, well, now that makes a lot more sense. Um, (laughs) Right, she's just trying to rattle him. Yeah, I thought she was just extemporizing medical terms, and that was all she could come up with. No, that's... uh, that is Christian movie for we once lethal injected a guy in the balls. (laughs) Also, by the way, while this is all happening, a fish from behind her starts reaching his arm out of his cell 
like he's gonna grab her, strangle her, her yeah, hit her, absolutely. Something. And again, just to be clear, he's Jesus. He's the yeah. Jesus character, and he's trying to strangle this lady. Like, what the fuck was the message here? How amazing would it be if Jesus put her in a chokehold and murdered her? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, let, like, let's be clear. You're you're saying the Jesus character, but he's not like the Jesus character, right? Simon from Lord of the Flies, Jesus character. Like he's literally Jesus. Jesus no, he's Jesus of Nazareth. of Nazareth. Yes. And and this scene is look, even Jesus is tired of this shit, and he's about to <laughs> choke the life out of this woman. Oh, you don't know what I do to olive trees, lady. Get over here. <laughs> it's amazing. And he's I. The only thing I wrote in my notes is he's playing my convention games because this is what I like to do to Heath and Noah is I will wait until they're having a conversation with someone and I'll pretend I'm going to hurt the person so that they get distracted and then I look away. <laughs> if, you, if you ever see me creeping up on you at a convention, it's because you're talking to Heath, Noah, or I, Andrew. I, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm not surprised that I haven't seen this before because I think Eli only hauls this out at conventions where I do not attend as representative of Puzzle in a Thunderstorm LLC. Andrew gets negative about that kind of stuff. <laughs> yes. So they finally wrap up their little conversation and she's like, okay, I'm allowed to like punch you and knock you out for 48 hours because you're black. Bye. That's in the Bible too. <laughs> and then we cut to the next morning and Daniel tried to hang himself with his blanket <laughs> after this terrifying conversation with okay. the granddaughter of the person he killed. He tries to hang himself. The guard comes in, takes him off, pulls him off, and he goes, why would you do that, huh? <laughs> He's mad at him. Like, you're ruining my stats, bro. Like, come on. My entire job is don't let him die until we kill him. And now, look at it. Now he, like, walks over to, like, days since a workplace hanging zero. Like, <laughs> fuck. Okay. I am so disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and let's point out that this movie's idea of tried to hang himself is sat on the floor with a blanket wrapped around his neck, right? Like, this is the least believable hanging scene that I have ever seen in any movie. Yeah, he fell asleep in his very yeah. comfortable <laughs> hanging rig. Like, that's yeah. probably probably a good sign it's not going to work if you, like, nod off a little bit during. Like, he was trying to take a nap on a plane and just, like, hold himself back a little bit. That's what it looked like. And so the guard is like, look, I learned all about Jesus because of you. Please don't try to hang yourself again. Here is literally the blanket you just tried to hang yourself with back. <laughs> yep. And uh, the point is that, like, this is going to be his ally now. Like, this guard is also Christian. He's just like, yeah, we're both Christian. I get it. We should focus on how sweet it's going to be after we die. Is that? Yeah, it, it's it's a lesson? little bit of a weird moment where he's like, you're a Christian now, so obviously you don't want to kill yourself and go off to live for infinity years in paradise with, you know what, let's not think about this. No, because then you don't get to go to the nice place. You just like two more days, man, tough it out. And then infinity on the other side. <laughs> what? Cool. You want to Google some more stuff? I'm done with this. Just Google some more stuff. Yeah, we'll yeah. I, got, I, got, I have some B-roll of the Discovery Channel that it's time to watch <laughs> in the middle of this movie. It's true. That is it's what's about to happen. Yep. <laughs> Daniel does some more Googling. And this is one of the craziest, craziest parts. This was like what I was talking about in my best worst. Daniel starts Googling. He's like, okay, uh, dear internet, how was the universe <laughs> created? And the internet comes up with like, 
Uh, well, first of all, is Al Gore and socialism. You're welcome. Uh, also, <laughs> it was uh, created as fish and rocks yeah. and sand. And the pillars yeah. of eternity. Don't forget that. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I checked this too. And if you had actually clicked on the first thing, you would have seen something like, soon after the Big Bang, primordial protons and neutrons <laughs> formed the core. Cut. Cut. No, we're not using that one. So Boo. <laughs> we get fish, sand, and rocks, which was the origin of the universe. Yeah. Keep going, keep so, going. This Second out. page of Google, third page of Google. <laughs> there we go. Yep. But but we get a great argument against the Big Bang here, right? So it's time to go back to the cell. It's time to argue. And he goes, look, just because the Big Bang Theory, the best television show of all time, uses it in their fancy intro doesn't mean it's true. Fuck that. That theme song is like the foundation of my worldview. I need to... <laughs> Re-examine my life. And we, we also got that old thing of like, well, it's called the theory of evolution. I, yes! Not the fact of evolution. Like, we don't, we don't call anything the fact of itself. We just say the fucking words. There's not like a, like a big graduation ceremony in like Norway. Like, okay, the theory of gravity is now the fact of gravity congratulations <laughs> we did to, it everybody we did congratulations it. to all the math mission accomplished it. time yeah <laughs> unfurl the banner yeah uh and the argument we're, we're we get in this segment is the discovery institute cambrian explosion argument so <laughs> I, I i i actually freeze framed on the screen to see where their their text comes from it comes from a middle school textbook Right? Always I, a good source. I Googled it, right? <laughs> um, and even then, the middle school textbook says, the Cambrian explosion was a relatively short evolutionary event beginning around 542 million years ago and lasting 25 million years. So, you know, this whole, like, <laughs> everything happened instantaneously in the Cambrian explosion is 5,000 times older than creationists think the universe is. Yeah. It's <laughs> And again... I love fish in this scene. A fish answers all of these questions exactly the way I want him to. He's like, how come we don't have all the fossils? That's you. That's you. <laughs> also, it wasn't like three, two, one, Cambrian explosion, done. Like, yeah. And yes, it does work with evolution. Yes, it does. You know what it super duper doesn't work with? A wizard from 6,000 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, this is a new one. How come we can't fuck a dog and make a dog baby? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a real argument really made in this segment. This, uh. this is the question that this movie's not afraid to ask. <laughs> oh, God. We also get the uh, how do you get something from nothing argument. Mm. Uh, why do we have free thoughts? So, Heath, a little bit on your side here. There you go. Yeah. That was just so I could argue with you. I don't even remember how that came <laughs> up. Whatever you said, I was just anti-Eli in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> I just said whatever you said the opposite of. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Did we just become best friends? We have so much space for activities. <laughs> um, and then, of course, we have my favorite anti-evolution apologetic Art and music are not sharper teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, at, 
you've skipped over the most persuasive argument in this section, which is the argument from, I don't know what carbon dioxide is. No, neither do you. Uh, <laughs> there's this delightful voice where, where they're like, look, plants give us oxygen and food. And what have we ever done for them? And fish does not go uh, carbon dioxide. But We burn coal and oil to help them out. <laughs> Which they love. They I love am the that. science advisor to Donald Trump until I die. <laughs> yeah. And uh, meanwhile, in the exact same place, Corbin Bernstein <laughs> is back to apologize about getting tricked by the grieving lady into thinking it's she was an author. Amazing. Hey, my bad. <laughs> On book lady did not Google her name. Should have. That's on me. I thought it was going to be like, but you did murder my dad also. So ah! lame thrower. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, he's there to apologize to Daniel about that. And then he's like, so is, is there anything I can do to help now? Daniel's like, uh, vote for Hillary. I don't know. Yeah. Vote for Hillary. Can you watch me get poisoned? Can you be there yes! and watch me? Get poisoned. He wants the guy who just like let a woman who tortured him to come. Like, he's like, hey, can you come like, I don't know, maybe start a chant. Like just when it when it goes in, just like USA. <laughs> you always like a good USA chant. Just start one. <laughs> I need someone in my corner. He actually says that. Like a cut man for <laughs> being poisoned. Well, so little Mac, out. right? Yeah. <laughs> and then we get a little more uh arguing with. With fish, they're they're back at it. He actually brings up the uh, wind as evidence yeah. for intelligent design. And, mm -hmm. and fish is like wind. Seriously, <laughs> you're going with the argument from the air moving. That's the beautiful intelligent design you want to go with. Yeah, and and then we get one of my favorite lines. Daniel responds to that he's like, "Now a smart man or an intelligent man knows that a tomato is a fruit." I have issues with that already, but he continues, <laughs> but a wise man knows not to put a tomato in a fruit salad. So Check join me, my religion called tomatoes or vegetables. <laughs> yeah. Also, why can't a tomato go in a fruit salad? Yeah. It's not even a great metaphor because you, you sort of think about that and you're like, I don't know. Kind of like the like salty, a, like a really sweet. good, that really good be, tomato. Yeah. The, like yeah. a fresh. Or like one of those little nice. like yellow cherry tomato, you know, like the little. Oh, I don't know. Phenomenal. It's not. It's not orthodox, but I wanted fish to get lost in that side of the metaphor. Just be like, <laughs> actually, that sounds pretty tasty. I'm gonna request that for my last meal. No, don't request my metaphor as your last. I'm gonna go a different metaphor. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, we also get the uh, the argument from all the gases. Daniel's like. <laughs> Think of all the gases. And Fish the is Eli like... The Eli Bosnick story. <laughs> and Fish is like, first of all, the Eli Bosnick story also <laughs> did it. Uh, I thought of all of them. Are we done? Got it. That's Nailed stupid. Them. Yeah. One other argument we get from, from Fish at this point is like, I don't know, man, maybe the universe created itself. And Daniel's like, well, that's not observable science. <laughs> It, My invisible is, friend is. Is that the rule now? <laughs> yeah. Are we playing with observable science only now? That was a weird retort. And then and then we get this amazing not Christianity for a second, right? He goes like, look, man, I believe someday 
the universe will die. The last star will go out and all will be darkness. And in that moment, a single note from a song will ring out and we shall ride white horses. And you're just like, this is not Christianity, baby girl. I got some bad news for you, man. Whatever you saw in that shrooms trip is not in the Bible. That did not make it through a Nicene Council. <laughs> and basically the whole point of this is like Daniel read about some atheist people being wrong about certain things. Therefore, Christ is God. Like that's that that's the yeah. general theme. No, the actual line that Daniel says is, I found enough holes poked in the theories of non-believers that I have no choice but to believe in God. And I just can't parody that any better than <laughs> like, nope. I guess that's the way they think it works. And they do also get to the like, yeah, but if God doesn't exist, there's no point to life. And fish is amazing. Again, fish is just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Why does it need a point? Do you want me to give you a point? I can give you a point. You got to eat all the jelly beans. Stop. Don't do that. That's my purpose now. Stupid. My, I talk now. I <laughs> have no response. I'm a man of faith. And I'm obviously crushing it. Lock eyes with me while we shit. <laughs> yeah. And that's the end of that. And then uh, just as Daniel uh, <laughs> makes his pithy closing <laughs> remark, the guard conveniently shows up with his final meal, which is a loaf of bread. His what? last and, supper, so to speak. And Glenn Fry pulls out a little airline bottle of Gallo out of his pocket while surreptitiously <laughs> looking over the over his shoulder. You know, and some like, Jesus hey. blood. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Stop staring into the camera. This is how people know you're hiding something. <laughs> Don't just look away. Okay. Did you did you keister that bottle of Jesus blood? I did keister that blood. Yeah. yeah. The set demands because he's like, come on, uh, Daniel, bring bring your glass over here. And and it demands that there be a styrofoam cup inside the cell, right? I where did that come from? Who knows? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I want the internet <laughs> and a styrofoam, a styrofoam cup. cup. <laughs> If you can stop at 7-Eleven, get the mediums. I, I don't need the big gulp, right? Like, that's that's a little too much. But, you know, Diet Coke, medium, thank you. Maybe Solos? Could we get Solos? But not the Reds. Everybody does the yeah. Reds, and then you <laughs> no. try to sell cups at your party, and then it, they bring them. I want, like, purple Solos. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Also, by the way, this is your last meal. Couldn't you, like, also get a fucking steak or something? Like, and right. bread? Yeah, I'm going to do this thing with the bread here, but first, but really also like a steak. A like, I feel yeah. like I could do my right. dumb bread yeah. thing either way. Yeah. I'm a, a Christian now. I can have Chick fil A. I'd like Chick fil A, please. <laughs> oh, Only it's reason Sunday. to be a Christian. Oh, no. Yeah. It's the worst. Turns out they were giving a bunch of money to anti gay charities, even though they super best friend promised they wouldn't eat your Chick fil A. <laughs> Stop playing with my emotions. <laughs> Yeah, so they finish up their bread and wine together, and then we get to talk with Fish a little bit more, and he's uh, just <laughs> like, all right, so getting executed today, feeling medium? H how you doing? Cool. By the way, I'm Jesus. I've been dead the whole time, in case that wasn't clear. Fish, remember? Pretty awesome. 
And I was totally going to strangle that lady, too. Remember when she came in to interview you? Oh, fuck what that. was that? Are you like a killer, Jesus? That was very oh, confusing. I'll fuck a bitch up. You read, read some of my later work. I've got a sword in my mouth. I am not a peaceful figure by any stretch of the imagination. If his sword just out of his mouth was slowly reaching oh. towards him. Oh. That would have been excellent. What I wouldn't give for a horse locust right about now. Oh, so good. Except on this movie's budget, it would just be like, you know, the the writer's dog with like a little horn taped to his head made out of paper mache. Yeah. So it's time for the execution. But first, they got to change him out of his regular jail outfit into his death jail Dr- outfit dramatic effect outfit they can't like we uh, we reuse the, the orange jumpsuits so there's a fee if you don't return it you have to <laughs> give it back I, I don't know what they're doing here but they Look, say switch them out I, I think white you're stuff. reading way too much into you have to be in a pure white snow outfit and strapped down in the cruciform position okay like some <laughs> people just best. see metaphors everywhere <laughs> And that's real, too. They actually tie you to a cross when they execute you. That's insane. That's yeah. the be- Come on. There, that means two guys sat around in the room planning lethal injection, and one guy was like, hey, Rick, you know what would make it awful easy to get to people's veins? Don't, don't do it. I'm just saying it would make it super easy if we tied them to a cross. The most popular religion in this country. The most popular religion in the country. When we murder people. <laughs> so this is the very end of his time with uh, with Jesus. But by the way, that's a weird assignment for the son of God, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus has to like appear as an atheist and argue with you for a while until you believe in God for like angry spite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's just a strange way they do it. Like, how do Christian people know I'm not Jesus when I argue with them? Like, they, I don't know. I'm going to point that out. I don't think they do know that. Especially if they watch this movie. Uh, but yeah, it's time for his execution. And dead grandma lady is there. And she's super psyched. I wanted her to have a foam finger. <laughs> and then they ask him his last words. I didn't realize they do this. This is amazing. Oh, do they really do that? They really have like, yeah. a, a, like okay, last words. And you get to be, And you get to be like, suck my fat dick. They have to let you say suck my fat dick. Do that? Someone I, will write it down. <laughs> Andrew. This this sounds kind of like uh, the cop has to tell you they're a cop if you ask them when they're undercover. They, like, there's <laughs> no way they can stop you from saying suck my fat dick. What are they well, going to do? Yeah. Execute you? Yeah, execute you again? Yeah. <laughs> Think about how amazing it would be to be strapped to that gurney to a cross in, and you know on the other side of the mirror there's the grieving families of the people that you killed. Any last words? And you just go, suck my fat dick. That's the best. They're going to remember that forever. But and I, they're going to blow out birthday I, candles. And be like, <laughs> <laughs> the, the last minute of Eli's conversation is going to be used at his commitment hearing. <laughs> I feel like there's nothing better than being strapped in a cruciform position. No, like this is not well. Like get help. Please. This is the bat. You don't have a good idea of prank wars. <laughs> That's how you win forever. That's Everyone how you win the once. Others, you win forever. No one ever thinks about anything. They're going to sleep that night and they're like, suck my fat dick. Really? Is that what you're that going was, with though, Eli? Like what? what absolutely. Like, give it another thought. What are your last words? You got like. You got okay. Another, 
Uh, b- uh, better than suck my fat dick. Someone You're- else go. Someone else go. All right, I'm I'm strapped down. I, I the people I killed or like victims of the fam. The right, family they're on the, the other side of the glass. Your lawyer, so Andrew's there. You can have family there. You get one. You get last words. What are your last words? Um, I feel like I'd I feel like I'd freeze up and be like, pass shit. <laughs> <laughs> My mine would just be. Yeah, for the thirteenth time. Okay, the problems with libertarianism are as follows: <laughs> one, there's no original theory of acquisition that's you know Robert Nozick didn't even like that shit. You guys uh, are dumb. Uh, yeah, I'm sticking with suck my fat. Suck dick. my I'm fat sorry, dick. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> final <laughs> answer. Yeah, you, you've thought it through once, Have twice. Totally it through. You're sticking with suck my fat dick. Okay, fun. But yeah, they uh, they inject him and he. Uh, he dies, and and the movie ends with a a song about a slave trader who was sorry so backsies. <laughs> it really needed the the real Breakfast Club clothes here, right? Like yeah, yeah. we just needed Jesus jumping up into the air and fist pumping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it ends with, I guess, what they thought was like the big action moment in this movie. It's a heart monitor screen. That's all we see. We get like. Oh, Fortuna playing in the background, like, ha, 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 beep, ha, 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 beep, beep, and that's it. That's the end of the movie. Not beep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's the end of the movie, but did you guys watch the credits? Absolutely (gasps) not. Oh, oh, the the credits. I absolutely watched the credits. Yeah, I I was going to say the credits are better than the actual movie, including the disclaimer at the end, which I am not making this up, says, the characters and events depicted in this photo play are fictitious. Well, except for Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> Any similarity to actual persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Well, except, except. for Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> yeah, so that's where they close it. And then they do the, <laughs> the credits about everybody was fake except Jesus. Wow. So uh, Jesus appears to the guy who killed 11 people at the end. And he's like, you did great. You're coming to paradise. Please don't burn any buildings down while you're, <laughs> while you're paradise. <laughs> My religion makes perfect sense. The end. And that's it. All right. So last thing before we wrap it up. I'm sticking with suck my fat dick. I told you. I, okay. Different question. Um, All right. I'm curious how you guys would handle death row personally. So, like, if you had to Pascal's wager on one religion while you're on death row, which one would you pick and why? Well, obviously, what you have to do is avoid the worst afterlife, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I just just right now, I just Googled worst afterlife, and the first hit is uh, a sect of Hinduism called Vaishavism. Um, Hmm. They believe in three kinds of souls— They pre-exist God, so God doesn't make them this way. But uh, you have good souls, they go to heaven. Bad souls, they go to this horrible, terrible hell. Uh, And then the mediocre souls, I'm not making this up, (laughs) the mediocre souls go to a plane of permanent mediocrity for all eternity. And I I just don't think I can live with that. So, Oh, that's amazing. Hanging out in an Ikea being like, (laughs) it's okay. Wow, that's Eli's nightmare. It's normie purgatory. Yeah. Normie Bur- it would be the worst. <laughs> Just a series of women with weird eye makeup being like, I have some notes on your jokes and me being like, no, 
Oh, I wish I had killed some kids. Why didn't I kill more people? <laughs> Suck my fat dick. I'm going to murder have, you. We have carrot cake. No! <laughs> okay, I'm going to go by popular vote, and I'm going to go with Islam. Also, I hate hot soup, so oh I'm really not into there now. I don't want the hot soup. You're very specific about that. All right, well, um, that does it for our review of Dead Man Rising. But that's not going to do it for the episode just yet, because we still need to get you excited for next week. So, Eli, tell us, what's on deck? Well, we've got to keep Andrew in business, so we'll be reviewing Unplanned. It's the totally true story of a not-spy who didn't get caught and write a book about how she caught Planned Parenthood marking up babies as popcorn <laughs> shrimp. Oh, good. I'm excited. Great. So I get to go to a theater in the state of Kentucky next week. You Fun. do. All right. Well, with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 188 to a merciful close. Big thanks to Andrew Torres for joining us today. Woo. Um, and just in case anybody's new, uh, where can they hear more? P. Andrew. Opening arguments. That's All it. right. Go to <laughs> openingarguments.com. Do you guys have that? Open org, no. OpenArgs.com. OpenArgs.com. I knew that. Yeah. Okay. It's for, it's, you know, nobody has time to type out all of opening and all of our. It took me, I was exhausted after saying that just yeah. now. Great. Yeah. OpenArgs. And as always, huge thanks to all the patron donors who help make this show go. If you'd like to help us out, you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist, Citation Needed, and The Skeptocrat. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by... Wait, do I have to take credit for that? Yes. <laughs> provided by... Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. No representations are made as to any legal fitness or anything said in this movie review. <laughs> And our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. All of the music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Andrew Torres and Eli Bosnick, I'm Heath Enright, promising to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Till then, we'll leave you with the Animal House close. Breakfast Club close. Breakfast no, we voted. Animal House. We voted. Two votes. Nope. Literally. On his first day in heaven, Daniel and the old people he burned to death got sat at the same communal table for brunch. It was awkward. Heaven's weird. Mrs. Rosenstein, in room 11B at the Senior Center, burned in hell forever. <laughs> Richard Carey filed a defamation lawsuit against Rising Pictures, the producers of this film, and PureFlix. And if you'd like to file a defamation lawsuit against PureFlix, <laughs> send that to PureFlix Entertainment LLC, care of David White, registered agent, 5604 Via Benita, Thousand Oaks, California, 91320. Direct it to a ramen noodles page. <laughs> I have clicked on latercheese.com. <laughs> The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.